You're now locked into another episode of Arrows to the Heart. The podcast that will either fix your relationship or end it. Please welcome the man behind it, your host, Arrows Miranda. Hello, everyone. My name is Eros Miranda. Welcome to another episode of Eros to the Heart. Today, we're going to be discussing something very important. It's so important because it can ruin your relationship. It can take that solid foundation that you built with your partner and then absolutely destroy it. I don't want that for you. I certainly hope that you don't want that for yourself either. So the topic that we're going to cover today is that of poor communication. What is it? Is it affecting your relationship? And how do you fix it? Because even if you're speaking to your partner on a daily basis, and I hope that you are, if you're unable to do so in a healthy way, in an honest way, and in an open way, problems are going to come up much more frequently in your relationship, and that's going to cause you to drift apart. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right to it. Let's identify the problem, see if it's affecting you, and let's fix it. So the first thing I'm going to do, because I like to play little games to help you understand what the topic is and to see if it's affecting your relationship, is that I'm going to read out some examples. And I want you to close your eyes and mentally decide if any of them relate to you and your relationship. In other words, decide if you're facing those challenges in your relationship. Okay, let's start with the first example. Lack of active listening. When you're speaking and your partner isn't actively listening to what you're saying, it's almost like they're just waiting to respond, to get their point across without listening to your feelings or what you're trying to tell them. Number two, they avoid discussing the difficult topics, those sensitive topics. You try to bring them up and they don't want to open up about it. They don't want to address them at all. So the conversations are always happy. But when you have to talk about the things that are going wrong in the relationship, there's unwillingness on their part. That's another example. Number three, they make assumptions about what you're feeling and what you're thinking without asking for clarification, without asking for an explanation. They just assume. Number four is similar to that, and it's something called stonewalling. And it's when your partner simply shuts down or refuses to engage in communication with you in order to control the narrative, in order to avoid discussing certain topics like the previously mentioned sensitive topics. This can also mean that they simply walk away from you mid-conversation and they stonewall you. Number five is criticism and blaming. If your partner frequently resorts to criticizing you or shifting the blame on you instead of discussing the issues constructively, that's something that harms the communication dynamic in your relationship. Number six is simply secrets or withholding information. If your partner constantly withholds information instead of sharing it with you, that's something that can ruin the trust and it leads to poor communication as well. Number seven is when your partner's words and actions don't align and that leaves you feeling confused. I'll do two more. Number eight is when they never apologize. If your partner is unable to not only be accountable, but they have an inability to apologize when they're wrong, that's a sign of poor communication between you. And lastly, it's when your partner constantly seeks emotional support outside of the relationship. 
Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. It's okay to have friends. But if your partner is constantly seeking that emotional support, is constantly opening up about their issues with someone else outside of the relationship, and they have an inability to do so with you, they withhold that information from you, that's another sign of poor communication. So now that we cover the examples, I want to ask you, did any of those examples resonate with you? Do you constantly notice any of those examples in your own relationship? Because if you do, it's important that you discuss them with your partner. It's important that you make a plan to work on those issues together in order to improve the communication skills. However, don't worry, you don't have to do so alone. I'm here for you. You're never alone. So I want to go over some steps that can help improve that communication with your partner. I'm also going to give you an activity at the end that you can do with your partner in order to improve the communication. So let's get to the steps. I'll number them to make it easy to follow along and so it's easier for you to apply them to your relationship. Number one is that you have to acknowledge that there's a problem. Sometimes we say, hey, it's fine, it'll get better, I don't want to push them away by bringing it up. But the first step is recognizing that there is a communication problem in your relationship. Both you and your partner should acknowledge this, and then you have to agree to work on it together. You can't fix it alone. It takes both of you. The second step is to emphasize that you want to find a safe and non-judgmental space for open and honest conversations. You have to agree to listen to each other without interrupting or without becoming defensive, which ties into step three, which is practicing active listening. This means giving your partner your full attention, put your phone away, make eye contact with each other. Instead of saying simple phrases like, yeah, sure, okay, Try saying things like, I hear you. I can understand why that would make you feel that way. Hey, would you mind clarifying the last point? I'd love to understand it a little bit better. And please don't be afraid to ask follow-up questions because that's not only going to show your partner that you're listening to them, but it's also going to show them that you're truly engaged with what they're saying. So step two was actively listening, but step three is using I statements. Because when we're arguing with our partner, we tend to use words like you, you could have, you should have, or you didn't do this, or you did this, and it tends to deviate what the actual issue is. It takes us away from that, and it makes the argument even bigger and bigger and bigger. Instead, you need to express your feelings and thoughts using I statements in order to avoid blame or criticism. For example, instead of saying, you never want to spend any time with me or you're never around, you can, start out by, you can start out by saying, I felt distant last week when we didn't spend as much time together. This will make the communication about your feelings instead of their actions. And it's going to help you get your point across without pointing the finger at your partner who might otherwise get defensive. The next step can be broken up into two parts. Part one. Empathy. You need to try to understand each other, each other's perspective, and you need to try to validate each other's feelings because it's going to take a lot of patience. Change takes time. You need to be patient with each other as you work on improving communication. It's not going to be instant results, but if you practice empathy and patience, you'll be able to set the groundwork for clear expectations. And what does this mean? 
This means being able to talk with your partner about your communication preferences, the timing, the frequency. When is it? Is it going to be one set day a week where you discuss everything that's going well and everything that's not going so well? Is it going to be daily? Are you guys going to put your phones down while you have these conversations? All those little nuances, all those little tidbits and those little preferences, you'll be able to set those clear expectations. But first, you need to practice empathy and you need to be patient with each other. Okay, and now I want to talk about an activity. It's going to take all those previous steps and put them together into one activity that I want you to try out with your partner this week. Okay, number one, find a quiet and uninterrupted time to sit down with your partner. Pick a time that works well with both of your schedules. It can be over a meal, such as breakfast or dinner or during the weekend afternoon, whatever works best for you. Then, agree on how much time you're both going to carve out. It can be an hour, half an hour, two hours, three hours, 15 minutes. Whatever you choose, make sure you're both able to set that time aside to speak to each other and to be present without any interruptions. Now that you're sitting face to face, I want you to look at each other and take turns expressing something that you appreciate about each other. It can be something small or something significant, but avoid generalities such as you're great or you're amazing. Instead, try something like, I truly appreciate how you were there for me when I was feeling anxious last night. It truly made me feel safe and loved in this relationship. Now, while each of you are speaking, make sure the other partner is actively listening without interrupting or offering a response. Just listen and take in the appreciation that your partner is expressing. After your partner is done speaking, that's when you can also express gratitude by saying something like, Thank you for sharing that. It truly means a lot to me. And then you're going to go ahead and reverse the roles and the other partner is going to express the things that they appreciate about you. In the end, you're going to take a moment, you're going to reflect, and you're going to both discuss with each other the positive feelings that came about from expressing appreciation and from feeling heard. I know, you might say, okay, so we talked about the good things, what about the bad things, what about the things that are going wrong in the relationship? Well, the first step is being able to establish those expectations. With this activity, you were able to create a safe and non-judgmental space. You were able to set time apart without interruptions. You were able to take turns actively listening. And maybe next week you could say, okay, let's do the same thing, same place, same time. But this time, we're going to talk about things that are making us anxious. We're going to talk about things that we believe are slowing the relationship down a little bit. So it's all about learning how to communicate properly. And it's okay if you start doing so by discussing the good things in the relationship. There's nothing wrong with that. As long as you're speaking, as long as you're opening up that communication, setting those communication expectations, that's the goal here. That's the point you need to get to. Patience, empathy, trust all leading up to healthy communication. Thank you for listening. Show some love, leave a review, and subscribe for future episodes. This was Arrows to the Heart.